Matariki Ahunganui. Matariki provide a plentiful food. Inga mana, inga reo, inga karangaranga maha o te motu, nau mai haramai ki tēnei hōtaka a te ahika. Ko Justine Murray. Welcome to this week's Te Ahika here on Radio New Zealand National. In tonight's broadcast, if you're celebrating Matariki in your rohe region, hemihi tēnei kia koutou katoa. Like any artist will tell you, creating your own work at times isn't enough. There's contributing to and creating community so that, like seeds, your work flourishes in the company of others, which is really what this time of year Matariki is all about. Artist Andrea Hopkins has grabbed that concept, and next week it all comes together with an exhibition in Whangarei called He Itzi He Paunamu. Small treasures. Um, it's basically because I was part of the Rugby World Cup show um, and being kaitiaki for that, which was uh, late last year. And we had about, oh, uh, uh, about 3,500 people come through in the four weeks that it was on. And many people were saying we'd never seen any work like this before. Northland-based artist Andrea Hopkins coming up on the show. Last weekend on June 10... Waifetu Fano in the Lower Hutt, Wellington, braved the cold afternoon chill to take in the sights and sounds of their own Matariki celebrations. What does Matariki mean to you, Ivan? Oh, it's a celebration of the for Māori to come together and um, have a cool time, yeah. That's what I think it is to me. And in our archival segment, we feature a recording from the 36th Annual Māori Women's Welfare League Conference from 1988, held in Nelson. Last year, the Right Reverend Whakahuihui Virko expressed the need for us to empower ourselves and our children mentally, physically and spiritually. Lady Reeves stated that if we and our children are healthy in body, mind and spirit, we are lucky indeed. That's what's coming up in tonight's edition of... A few weeks back, Mirai Rakuraku had a all with Victor Walker, who explained the history of the transit of Venus. On June 6, the planet Venus passed between the Earth and the Sun. It really was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, as the next one won't occur until 2117. On the day, the weather around the country pretty much packed in, but there was a fine break in Uawa, Tolaga Bay, the east coast, giving prime viewing. Although some may not have seen it, there's a lot to take in post-transit of Venus. The art exhibition, for example, Te Kōpū at Tairawhiti Museum. Our Changing World producer, Veronica Maduna, was there and caught up with Victor. No matter nei o rua e mihitonu atu kia kota katoa. We we've celebrated the transit of Venus here today in Tolaga Bay, and one part of this event is an exhibition in Gisborne. Can you tell me a bit about that? What is the tauanga there on display? 
The Tonga on display at the Tairawhiti Museum is a collection of um, very special Tonga from Te Aitanga Hauiti from Uroa. And one in particular that opens the exhibition is the Popo from the house of Hine Maturo, which was found uh, in the swamps at Whangara and gifted by the people in Whangara to um, F. Williams, who this is around about the uh, middle of the 1800s, late 1800s, to the uh, Auckland Museum, uh, where it is today. This is the second time that we've loaned this popo from the Auckland Museum, so <clears throat> uh, just like to take the opportunity to thank um, the University of um, Auckland for loaning us the popo um, um and the, the exhibition is in five sections. The first section is Teitanga Hauiti and our history. It is the history before Cook and it's about our whakapapa, it's about our stories and it progresses um, the underpinning theme really is um, is culture, education, science, um, and identity, underpinned, of course, by celebrating the transit of Venus. So it progresses to um, the second section, which is when Cook arrived here and met our ancestors, and he was met by here in Uawa by uh, our two paramount. <clears throat> leaders, Te Whakatātare Otarangi and Hene Maturo. And they exchanged many things. And part of that exchange was that Hene Maturo gifted a popo from her house um, to uh, Joseph Banks, and they took it with them, as well as plant species that um, ended up in the uh, London, um, in the British Museum of Natural History in London. So that was, that's the second part of the, um, the exhibition. The third part was about um, science in Venus. We call, um, and we've called it, our celebration is Te Ara o Kōpū, because the, the planet Kōpū was very special to us as well and signified a, a whole lot of things for us spiritually, culturally, um, economically. And so Kōpū and the story of Kōpū sit side by side with the, with the, um, the scientific uh, explanation from, uh, from a science perspective, Venus, the transit of Venus, what was it about? A, that was the reason why Cook came here on Endeavour, and it also gives us the transit itself, gives scientists and mathematicians um, the ability to, to calculate the distance between the Earth and the Sun. The, the fourth um, is just as importantly that um, on board the Endeavour was Tupaya, which automatically gives us a focus on Tahiti and our relationships with our Fanonga in the South Pacific.
So there's, um, there's some very special taonga there and Michael Tuffery, um, a Tahitian artist, has also contributed to the exhibition with a series of seven heru that we named after our tipuna wahine from, from Hauiti here. So it's a, <clears throat> it's a combination of uh, Hauiti, iwi, Ngāti Pro iwi, and our relationship with Tahiti. And, and our special, and paying homage to Tutupaya to, to because he was instrumental in ensuring that the visit here with Cook was a visit of peace, goodwill, and a sharing of ideas and an exchange of, of provisions and gifts. Unlike, unfortunately, what did happen in Gisborne, which was marred by um, uh, horrible events, really, tragic, because of a misunderstanding that turned deadly. And, um, and I guess if there's a lesson to be learned, that we have hoped would be the focus of this whole Transit of Venus celebration, is that we can do things together. Um, we can do things together in a spirit of cooperation, collaboration, and collectivising our resources, so that in small communities like these we can pool our strengths to come together and to, to realise our aspirations around education, around economic development and all that type of thing. What today's been all about is our relationships with scientists all around the world. They're here in the Tairawhiti, and they won't forget they were here, and we won't forget that we had a really neat day with them. But out of that, if one of these young ones from here um, pursues science in all its forms, becomes a, a doctor, a physicist, then what we've done today, what we've planned over the last few years, came to fruition today, especially with a, a smiling sun above us, it, it would have been all worth it. Many people I spoke to were saying that, you know, while observing the transit links back to the history for this region, mm. it is also a new beginning looking forward. What would be your aspirations for this region? Mm. What would you like to see happen? Oh, my aspirations for this region, and I go back to to, to the visit by, by Cook, and he was gifted at, uh, a popo from the house of Hine Matioro that ended up in the British Museum of Natural History. It went from there to the, um, uh, the University of Tübingen, and that's where it is today. We had really hoped to return that popo back. And, um, and, and, they were, and, the, and the, uh, the vice chancellor of the, the University of Tübingen and um, Professor Harms Wagner, they were really keen for us to, um, to bring her home for, for three months. It didn't, we didn't quite get the resources to make that happen, but it's going to happen. For 2019, you're thinking? I'm thinking of within my lifetime. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that we'll have the one in the Auckland Museum and her side by side in the exhibition. What the point I'm, I'm making is that when we went to the university in Tumigan, the academic staff and the media was there from the city and they were asking us a whole lot of questions and interviewed us and we were on national television, a group of us. And the Vice-Chancellor said in German, and it was translated to us in English, that they were actually quite worried that we had gone there to, re to ask for Hine Matioro to come home. To, to be repatriated. To be repatriated home. And we said, the point we made was that, you know, our ancestress, she may or she may not have, 
realised in her wildest dreams that a popo from her house would end up this far, halfway across the world. So rather than bringing her home, and these are my aspirations for my pe- for the people here, is that Hine Matioro, that po that's in Germany, and the plant specimens and the tonga that in the in the in the universities in London and England, that those become um, pathways and highways for us to travel. For our young people to be not only local, Tolaga Bay, Hoiti uh, citizens, or even citizens of Tairawhiti, New Zealand, but to be global citizens in the truest sense by following the paths that have been uh, traversed by our ancestors before us and experiencing new languages, new cultures, people doing things differently. And that's what enriches the human spirit, is that you, <clears throat> you meet and you greet and you understand other people. And that's the gift that Dr. Pat left us, the humanity of the man and just how sacred that was. So, and he would always say to us, all is well if your intention is honourable. The honourable intent of Te Aitanga Hauiti and the Uawa community is certainly to become, to become global citizens and experience everything that the world has to offer us. Ai tikata. Kia ora, Victor Walker with our Changing World producer, Veronica Maduna. That was recorded on the day of the transit in Uawa Tolaga Bay. He mihi tēnei ki te whanau o Te Aitanga Ahawiti. Now the exhibition, Te Ara Kōpū, wraps up on the 22nd of July. If you're in the area, go and check it out. We've posted up some useful links on our webpage, radionz.co.nz forward slash te ahika. Things should be getting a little manic for artist Andrea Hopkins about now. She's a few days out from an exhibition opening in Whangarei that she is funding, curating and also exhibiting in. Maraia Rakuraku spoke with her a few weeks ago when things were a little calmer. Kia ora, um, my name's Andrea Hopkins. I'm a painter from Whangarei, born and raised in the north. And I'm putting on a ex- couple of art exhibitions for Matariki. Tell me about the one that's opening on June the 21st. June the 21st, um, I've decided uh, one of our friends, Cara Dodson, she spearheaded a lot of Matariki events in Whangarei, but she's uh, taken off and flown the coop, and now she's heading the Indigenous Cultural Centre at Uluru. So I thought that I would uh, try and put something together, um, networking around a few of my friends who are awesome artists working in New Zealand, and uh, just ask them all for one piece each to um, for an exhibition that will be at the Quarry Arts Centre in Whangarei. So what's the theme, Andrea? The theme is, I'm calling the show here Te Hipponamu, Small Treasures. Um, it's basically because uh, I was part of the Rugby World Cup show um, and being kaitiaki for that, which was uh, late last year. And we had about oh, uh, uh, about three and a half thousand people come through in the four weeks that it was on, and many people were saying we'd never seen any work like this before. Um, we've all just been hiding. A couple of people said it was kitsch, but that was you know probably showed them up more than anything. And where were they coming through? Uh, this was at the old library, and the old library community arts centre in Whangarei, um Rugby World Cup time last year. So. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, we we had a major attendance, and you know it was really obvious that you know all sorts of people from the community. It wasn't just one demographic or one age group or anything like that. Uh, no demographic, no age group, um, but they were all wanting to see more. So I thought. So is right. this Māori art? Or? Yeah, it was the um, uh, Taitokyo Māori Artists Collective. There's a bunch of us up here that all like to work together um, and put on events as a group. Um, you know, it helps It helps other people that are um, not necessarily know what the gallery, commercial gallery scene's like too, you know, to give um, them a hand and to network with some of the um, more senior artists locally and in Northland as well. So who would be the more senior artists around that ohe? I don't know, because they might not actually appreciate being called seniors. <laughs> Manos would be one, though, eh? Oh, yeah, Manos and Colleen Ehrlich and Gabriel Bells and Kura Tawari Dewiri and uh, Clive Arledge and uh, Alan Weehungi and um, all, all those sort of ones. They're getting into download mode now, um, and we're there to... We're there to pick it up at this stage, our, our sort of generation, but we still need to be bringing other people in through with us as well and making our presence known in the north, it, it, you know, is a big, big side of it as well, not just uh, showing in these bigger towns but making sure that people know. So we followed on from that as a collective to the Ngāpuhi uh, Festival exhibition that we had there um, as a group. Um, that was over 200 works um, by oh, oh, about a hundred artists, I think, as long as uh, as well as uh, Bethany Edmonds and her crew bringing up um, some of the old pieces, like the carved head that Hongi Hika did of himself, and uh, a couple of pieces from Tamati Wakanene collection that they have there as well. So there was that um, complete link from old through to new, much like how there's a connection with. Uh, well, the old artist through to the new now. So with He Itzi He Ponamu, you've extended it out to include artists that aren't necessarily based within Te Taitoke eh? Yeah. But to my knowledge, the quarry has never had a Māori group show, and the quarry's been running since 1982. That's the Quarry Arts Centre. Quarry Arts Centre. So um, I've been there. I've had my studio there for about a year now, and um, more Māori have engaged with the place. Um, there's about there's two... 2D, 3D, and a tamoko artist within the quarry is, um, is a, a, you know, we, we all get along. We're all a bunch of mates, and we all like working together. And it was the same for this show. Um, I, I've got some friends who are mean artists, like great artists, and um, some of their work will not have been seen in Whangarei. So I thought, right, I'll take it upon myself. I didn't apply for funding. I thought, right, if I'm going to do it, then I'll, I'll just do it. So I flicked the email around. Everybody's um, been keen to bring that sort of offering to the quarry. And um, and it's for Matariki. So I'll be, I'll be putting on the Manaki. Uh, Sandy had said, train me well in Manaki. <laughs> so basically you're curating the exhibition. Yeah, but I mean, curating in a very loose term. I mean, curating as in, um, I, I, I love the artwork and my friends, they just, you know, I love the artwork and it happens to be made by people I consider to be good friends. So, um, and Robin Kahukiwa, who I have not met yet, but um, she was a complete idol and, um, and for me when I was coming up through high school. So, um, and one of the only contemporary Māori uh, people that um, our school teachers would even recognise back then. So to be able to have her as a link 
um, on to, on my Facebook page and just been able to contact her and seen if she would be um, uh, keen to put something in for this show was great. So, Andrea, the works that have been displayed, are they for sale? Yeah. So these are new works that have been developed specifically for the exhibition? I haven't actually asked for new works because... Um, even most of us have got stuff that we we keep in treasure in our houses, you know, um, some that we can't actually part with at the time, or we've just sort of covered it away for ourselves. Um, they could just be in 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 the studio, you know. So I didn't say oh new work because a lot of us are busy at this time of year. The Matariki Matariki um, time of year and summer are some of the busiest uh, are the busiest times of year for most of us. So um, yeah, there was no pressure to do new work. Because all of them will be small treasures. And who are some of the artists? Well, me overshooting for the top again is um, 16 of us. So we've got um, Bethany Matai Edmonds, Rhonda Halliday, Gabriel Bell, Ngahino Hohaya, Tracy Tafiao, Linda Munn, Colleen Wata Ehrlich, Robin Kahukiwa, myself, Star Gossage, Kura Tawarurewiri, Julie Palmer Pengali, Dorothy Wakeford, Davina Duke, Charlotte Graham, and Suzanne Tamaki. So these are all waiting there. Yes, I kept it down to people who's. Yeah, I, I wanted to be the novice in the room, really, for this exhibition. I wanted to stand in a room full of art that inspired me. From but this is from a selfish level, <laughs> just to be able to stand in a room full of that artwork, I knew would inspire me. So I know that it will inspire other people, and um, they might not have the opportunity to do that in Farangalai unless it came through somebody with my networks. So it sounds like this is going to be a pretty major event for the Whangarei art calendar. Oh, I'm I'm leave, I'm leave, I'm a firm believer that people see artwork when they're ready for it or when they're supposed to see it. So I'm not necessarily going to be making it a major media or um, what do you call it a major. I still want it to be nice and relaxed and um, to get a real you know and for Manaki to be at the forefront as well to be inspired by beautiful things on the walls, to have nice food in your belly and great conversation. You know, all, all those things are important around Matariki. So um, it's on the 21st of June to the 10th of July at the Yvonne Russ Gallery, which is within the Quarry Arts Centre. 21 Selwyn Ave in Whangarei. Hit me on my Facebook page, um, which is Andrea Eve Hopkins Online Gallery. Kia ora. How's that for a who's who of wahine Māori artists, eh? Andrea Hopkins with Madaya Rakuraku. Now, as well as the exhibition, He Itzi He Ponamu, on the 7th of July, Andrea returns to Ngāti Waifenua at Pākiri and the Fiturangi Māori Gallery run by Laili and Charlie Haddon for a solo show. And there's another collaboration in the works at Tuatara Gallery, Whangarei. Busy, busy. Now, last night in Wellington, it was the gathering once again of Māori musicians. Yep, pow, pow, pow. And this year, it just happened to be their 10th anniversary. Coming up next week, we'll bring you the action from the Wellington gig. This is Tiahika. I'm Justine Murray. You can get in touch with us via email, tiahika at radionz.co.nz. Or to listen to this show and previous shows, hit up the webpage, radionz.co.nz forward slash tiahika. You're listening to the sound of Tiahika with Justine Murray and Mariah Rakuraku. It's your boy, Taina. As you heard earlier with Andrea Hopkins, a Northland-based artist who is doing her bit to acknowledge Matariki, so too were the whanau at Waifetu Marae. Every new year, 
comes, the resolutions, new opportunities present themselves. But on an overcast and pretty chilly morning, I asked a few of the Farno stallholders what matariki means to them. The, the whānau gathered here today will appreciate a nice kai uh, ready at about, what, 12 or 1 o'clock. Uh, kia ora toko. Morena. Morena, ra, what time did you get up? Uh, 5 o'clock this morning, bright and early, getting ready for our Matariki Puanga Day. Che, too much, all right. Uh, do you hail from Wellington, from Pōneke? Hail from here, Waifatu, yeah, just across the road. Uh, so our papa kāinga, our marae, yeah. Choice. Now, um, you're, you help prepare some of the kai? We, yeah, we help prepare the kai. So, uh, as, as you understand, some people may not understand, uh, the Māori New Year heralds the coming of Māori New Year, and it's a time of celebration, time of reflection, and also a time to gather in festivities, and kai is a part of that, as part of our culture. Aye, tika tau. And, uh, and you've got, uh, how many, you've got some prepackaged Hangi, so um, you know some whanau put all the clean baskets, put put muslin cloth over. But we're not doing that today. We're doing the whole prepackaged. It's the more convenient way of serving hangi, ne? Yeah, more convenient, uh, especially when we've got people to feed. However, um, long time since we had a festival on on, on this um, little park because area. Because usually it's at Te Whiti Park, is well, that right? Uh, yes, yes. Te Rao Te Rokura is, is usually run is, uh, run annually in February, uh, Waitangi Day weekend. and that, But it originally started here on the little park. So it's grown from 20 years ago, from here to a big 30,000 plus attendance every year. Um, we don't intend for it to be like that when it comes to Matariki time yeah. uh, hopefully we can just keep it small and keep it here nice and fresh local lice on the little park mm. so these, this, the, this kai is going in real soon Kai's about to go in yes just repacking these baskets they're a bit jam packed we've got too many hangi or not <laughs> enough baskets either or how do you play it off but we're going to put it in by 9 o'clock and hopefully it's out by lunch time kia ora toutou I'll let you get back to it kia ora Oh, kia ora. What's your name? Natasha Gilbert. Natasha. Kia ora. Where are you from, Natasha? Uh, from here. Yep. Waifutu. Born and raised? Yes, yes. Kapai. Now, um, you're, um, this, of course, it's quite a chilly uh, morning here in Waifutu, <laughs> and uh, there's various stalls set up just outside of um, the Temari Gallery. What are you here? Who are you representing, and what are you up to? Um, okay, um, I'm representing um, our Fano Aroha, our mum's group. We'll get in, um, we'll open up a, a puna, our own puna kohungahunga by the end of this month. And um, we've just got our local mums from around here that meet every Friday with our tamariki and, and learn and share and make ourselves better. And your, your, bub, your, bubby, your babies yes. are there. Yes, all our babies are with us. Um, so we just want to be the best that we can be and that's what we're... Promoting, yeah. And puna ko hunga hunga. To those who haven't heard it, it's it's is it similar to kohanga? Um, yes. Um, we do tikanga Māori there. Um, it's not totally immersion. We're sort of all on that learning, learning, learning at the moment. Um, but our babies are there with us. You bring our babies with us, just like a play sense, play group they have. Um, the Māori version. Halfway. <laughs> Natasha, the the kaupapa here is a Matariki Māori New yes. Year. What does Matariki mean to you? Oh. Oh, it means a good celebration. Uh-huh. That's why we're here today, and I hope we do this every year. Um, oh, one of our mums said, yeah, you know, coming together and sharing, which is what we're all doing here today. And um, I'm looking forward to having an awesome day today. Natasha, kia ora. Kia ora. Awesome. So then we'll move around to different um, spaces. Kia ora. Kia ora. Whereabouts are you from? I'm from um, from here, yeah. Um, I'm a, um, my father is a love, and my mother 
she's got a store next to me. So she told me to come down and maybe try and um, sell some kawawos and stuff. Kawawai? Yeah, I do art in my spare time and stuff. Yeah. These art pieces are something that I, I've, I've never actually seen. Can you describe? Oh, they, these are flutes, but they're the round flutes. Yeah, yeah. So they're little... What, are they ceramic? What are they made Yeah, of? they're made out of clay. Yeah, and I made some wakahuyas made out of clay as well. How do you make them? Oh, I get the clay and shape it to the circle shape, and um, then I carve designs on them and um, paint ceramic, uh, glaze them with different colours and stuff. Yeah. Did you train as an, as an art? Did you do... Um a course? In- oh, I did um, a, a course a while back, and um, I just been um, getting getting into it. I started doing this about halfway through the year last year, and um, this is uh, I still do it, so I just do it for fun now. Just as a side hobby, kind of. Thing. Yeah, yeah. The circle. Um, What's what's the Māori name for the circle um, flutes? Is oh, it kuo- oh, they they're kawawo, but um, they they're just a different shape of kawawo. Right, because you normally associate kawawo with the the, the typical or the, the long. The long. Yeah, 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 they're the circle kawawos. Yeah. So Ivan, can, can you play? Oh yeah. Can you I'll, play a little? I'll try and get this one going. Circle kawawo. What does Matariki mean to you, Ivan? Oh, it's a celebration of the for Māori to come together and um, have a cool time. Yeah, that's what I think it is to me. Yeah, and I've got instructions how to blow them. Over oh yes, how to play your kawaii. First, block all of the small holes with your fingers. You must blow the larger hole until you find a good loud note. While blowing, lift your fingers off the smaller holes one at a time to get different notes of sound. Practice makes perfect. Enjoy your kawaii. Kapai. So I'm here talking to some of the whānau. I've talked to um, Ivan and the ladies um, running the kai. Um, kia ora, kia ora. Kua te hata Ko te hata. No hea koe. No no tūhoi. No way or Kia ora, kia ora. What does Matariki mean to you? Um, Tāua Matariki. Um, he whakawhanauna pei nā tāngata. Uh, I ki teiko i tēnei rā nāi nei, te maha o te tāngata kai konei. Eh? I te, te tāua tāna o te matamate au nei. Uh, ko i rā te tahi o nā, nā mohi o kiaha, ko te tahi, e, e huriana pea ki te wahana o te kai, who in that last kōrero uh, mentioned that the most important thing about Matariki is whakawhanaungatanga or family gatherings. He mentioned that Matariki is a good time to plant food. And he added that when it comes to talking about Matariki, there is a lot of uh, in-depth Kōrero, or meaning. Kia ora, some of the whānau gathered last weekend to celebrate Matariki or the Māori New Year. They had a pretty good turnout as well. Te Aika, Radio New Zealand National. 
As part of this year's Queen's Birthday Weekend Honours, Mabel June Hinekahukura Mariu, or known as June Mariu, was made a Dame Companion of the New Zealand Order of Merit. The title is in addition to her 2006 New Zealand Order of Merit for services to Māori. At 80 years old, June Māori has been involved in many facets of the Māori community, including education, Māori netball, she's held key positions with Māori Trust, including Chair of Te Whānau o Waipareira, Auckland. From 1987 to 1990, she was the President of the Māori Women's Welfare League. The league was formed in 1951 on the back of the 1945 Māori Social and Economic Advancement Act. Its primary purpose at first was to preserve tikanga Māori, but the movement gained momentum and by 1956 the league was 3,000 members strong. Their political approach extended to the welfare of children, public housing, families and education. In this archival recording from 1988, veteran broadcaster Hinare presents highlights of the league's 36th annual conference in Nelson. First up, you'll hear from the then President, June Mariu. Inga whaia, inga tuhine, inga whānau o ngā hauwhā, tēnā koutou, tēnā koutou. I'm delighted to welcome here today the President of our sister organisation, Pacifica. To our representatives from different organizations, greetings. Uh, I see that we have the Secretary and the Acting Secretary of the Ministry of Women's Affairs, Te Nākūrua. Um, we wish you well for the conference, um, and I know that Bishop uh, Mariu, I'm Catholic, so it's very good <laughs> <laughs> to, 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 see, to, to, to be able to mihi kia ia um, To Dame Fina, your work has been well known. Uh, may you have a very, very successful conference. Kia ora tato kato. Mrs. Etty Lofisa, President of the Pacific Islands Women's Organisation, Pacifica. Mrs. Magda Walscott, who is affectionately known to conference as Aunt Magda, and as a representative from Te Waiponamu, she joined in the welcoming ceremonies. E homa tenara kato kato. Hariot Nakau Kua Kiteano Tata Yatato Kiora Koto. It does indeed give me very great joy to be able to come back and be with you with the conference another time. I look round and I see the faces of people that I knew from, from the very beginning, <coughs> the early days of the conference, but there are many, of course who are not here, some very dear friends that I have known over the years of my association with this group of people. I have uh, listened to uh, people saying it's the, our 36 years, it's 37, isn't it? 
and but it's the 36th conference. I wonder how many people remember that one year we missed out the conference. My first conference was in Auckland in 1955, and at that conference, some branch had brought in a rebit asking for the conference to be held every second year, and it was adopted. So that in 1956, we had no conference. The next one was in Christchurch in 1957. And at that conference, someone brought in a remit, oh, give us back our conference every year. We want it back. And it's been held every year since. And in all that time, I have missed, I think, only two. But however, the time is coming when perhaps I might have to give the conference away. Uh, it's not only that I am uh, getting to that stage where it's not so easy, but I notice that conferences are changing. They're not like they were in the old days. You know, you can't blame us for wanting to go back to those old times that we knew and loved. However, I, I am here and I, to welcome the conference to Tawaiponamu and to be so happy to think that you were able to cross the Raukawa there and come over here and be with the people of the South Island once again. So it is thrice welcome, naumai, haere mai, haere mai. Aunt Magda Woolscott. It fell to Angela Wallace from the South Island to speak on behalf of the young members and to express her welcome. Ko Angela Wallace to Kwingwa no Taitahiau. Ko kaitahu ki wairewa te iwi o tōku pāpā. Ko ngāti whātua ki dāgavu te iwi o tōku māma. <laughs> greetings, greetings, thrice greetings. Being a young person today is a lot of responsibility. We are the future generation, the future leaders of our country and the future to the Māori Women's Welfare League. Kapu te ruha, kahau te rangatahi. To me, this well-known proverb represents the old members encouraging and guiding the young to join the ranks and do the work needed to fulfil the aims of the League. We are the future generation of what I see before me. A group of women committed to serving our people, proud of our culture, proud of our heritage, and deeply concerned about the problems our families and friends face today, in a society trapped in a vacuum of rapid change. These changes must be accommodated for, and I feel that this is the role of the League, a society of women supported by their husbands, family and friends, who create a path to a better and brighter future. As a young person with so much to learn and a lot of strong feelings where our people are concerned, I am proud to say that I am a member of the Māori Women's Welfare League. Nō reira koutou katoa, tēnā koutou mō ngā rangatahi e tau nei. Kia ora anō tātou, kahuri. Angela Wallace. And then it was time for the President, June Mariu, to speak to conference. E tira, te ariki nui, te atairangi kāhu, te karanga maha pihopa Mariu, 
te whaia e whina. Kia tātou ki te hungora. Tēnā tātou. To all our distinguished guests, to all the representatives from the various organisations, to all our delegates, to Nelson Tangata Whenua, I hope you will forgive that I'm not going to mention names because with my luck, I will miss someone out. And so I would just like to say to you all, welcome to the 36th conference of the Maori Women's Welfare League. Delighted to have you all here because it is a time when we are all very concerned. Today starts with a beautiful day. It starts with a warm day, however, and a wonderful warm welcome from the Tangata Whenua to a beautiful city and to beautiful people. Last year, the Right Reverend Whakahuihui Virko expressed the need for us to empower ourselves and our children mentally, physically, and spiritually. Lady Reeves stated that if we and our children are healthy in body, mind, and spirit, we are lucky indeed. Our immediate past president, Georgina Kirby, said education is the most important concern on earth today and asked how we translated this so that it reached into the homes, into the whanau, into the iwi, into the life and well-being of our women and children. I know League members have addressed these issues to the best of their ability since the inception of the League. But we still have our street kids. The penal institutes still accommodate many of our people. Our statistics in most areas don't make good reading. Sure, we can blame the system and with some justification. However, now is a time for us to take the system by the horns, as it were, and steer it in the direction that we want it to go. Now is the time for us to determine our destination, our way, to address the issues of the partnership perspectives of our Minister's Green Book, devolution, to work for Maridom as a whole, Tribes, churches, Maori organizations should not work in isolation. We need to come together as Maoris in decision-making and have a common kaupapa across the board that we might address these issues with strength and with unity. Do we want our department taken away? Where does the League fit into this ever-changing picture? Something one day, devolution today. Where do we fit in? All these issues are going to determine our future. So, we have our work cut out in four days.
we are going to have to work hard and address these issues and let government know how we feel, what we know we need, and insist that we get it. An archive recording from the 1988 36th Annual Māori Women's Welfare League Conference in Nelson. In that kōrero we heard from June Māriu, Etsi Lofisa, Magda Walscott and Angela Wallace. This is Te Ahika. If you'd like to listen to this show and previous shows, you can head to our webpage, once again, radionz.co.nz forward slash Te Ahika, or find us on Facebook, search Te Ahika, T-E-A-H-I-K-A-A. Anaira a Rosemary Rangitawira with this week's Whakatauki. Matariki Ahunganui. Matariki provider of plentiful food. This whakatauaki to me means a time of plantation, a great time to plant kai. Kia ora. Last week, the Ahu Whenua Farming Trophy Awards were held this year, awarding excellence in dairy farming. Ko ngā kaitoa motaua the winners of that competition were Kapinga M Trust. And the inaugural young Māori farmer was awarded to 22-year-old Tangaroa Walker, Hemihitina Kia Koutou. Kaitoa tukitera, Hemihia Nokinga Kai Kōrero i Tenei Wiki. Hemihia Nokinga Kai Rā Wiki Wiki Mehini, mai te whanua te ahi kā kia tātou katoa, Mauri ora.